0: All right, what's up, guys? John Centez, Cutter Nation Baseball, Alex Rojas, Namas, TPC, my my fellow Jedi. We come together to form Let's Win a Ball Game podcast. Um, if you're living, listening to this live, you're catching us doing it in reverse order. So, haha, you caught us. But in the meantime. <laughs> please go follow us. We've got a bunch of good quality programs coming out. We have our Tracks League getting ready to start, which we're very excited about. We have our summer chaining process happening with Live at Bats that we're featuring. We also have a college summer team coming. So if you're interested in any of those programs, you can get more information via DM, text, email, or our website. Um, I'll turn it over to Alex. I know he's got a lot of beautiful stuff going his way as well.
1: Uh, we are going to be launching some speed and agility training starting in June. That is based upon change of direction, multi-planes of movement, jumping and sprinting. That'll go for the course of the summer, Monday and Friday. Uh, if you want to book anything, go to TPC, their Instagram, that'll take you to the link to their website. You can find more online there. Um, I'm, I'm, dude, I, I just had a great thought while we were on the, uh, the chat here, so I'm going to put that in the the oven and just bake it, just let that marinate for a second. Uh, it involves this, it involves this, and I think I just had a great idea. So now, the last thing, thing that I wanna say is, um, we got a, a couple of our guys that are playing in the league championship game today for Granada against SRV. Go Granada, dude. Like they are you got I think I got two guys that I hit with on a pretty regular basis that are hitting in there and they're hot right now. So somebody hit a bomb, dude. Get me the ball. Hey, if you're if you're watching this and you go to the game and somebody hits a bomb and you get me the ball, I'll buy you in and out. I'm saying that right now.
0: <laughs> Just put it out there. Yeah. Hey, it better
1: be real. Like it's gotta don't don't lie to me out there.
0: Like the yeah. honorable. Anyways, it's got to so be real. That's, it, that's, it. Uh, that's anything, awesome. And
1: what's the Sunday night game? Anything to watch notable this
0: weekend? Mm, I think we're coming up on conference baseball stuff too for college. so That'll be interesting. Uh, Sunday's Mother's Day. So oh, if hey, you have a new thing. Say
1: hi to your mom. Tell you love her. She's your best. Flowers
0: friend. card. Every year, flowers okay. card. That's hey, it. Simple, easy. You can get it at a Walmart. Buy your
1: mom a baseball glove. Play catch with
0: her. She would love that. And don't like. Don't be rude. Don't kill her. her Yeah. Don't kill her. Mom. What's up, guys? This guy just jumped in. I don't know. He's. I just. I just said yes. How's it going, dude? What's up? Chilling. How you doing? Welcome to the podcast. You got a question? Live. Just put impromptu question.
2: Tried to join just to listen in. Oh, right on. on. I don't know why I'm on video.
0: Oh, uh, just that's when you, you hit invites over there. So, what's your name? Who are you? Bubba
2: Leba. My son okay. plays travel ball. You've worked with him plenty of times when we were with the Four Cente. Nice,
0: right on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Have you have you been out to our Kearney Mesa location?
2: No, not yet. I've been um, looking into doing um, some camps though this summer.
0: Yeah, our our, our packages kind so of work. Now?
2: Yeah, he does a lot of catching. I know you work sometimes with catchers as well, but um, yeah, I have not work too much with him on pitching.
0: We have a full c- catching department now, that's ready to go. All right, in there too, so you can yeah. actually schedule that through the website. A lot of our kids actually, when they come in, get throwing and catching, and then we catch live pens. Yeah. And so yeah. we love challenging our catchers by catching. Like we had a 12-year-old catch a high school kid throwing 85 the other day and so like that's what they got to get through so they can be advanced for what they're doing so yeah you could just sign up on the website we also new strength training program as well and a lot of our clients are doing personalized practices by doing back-to-back hours of training and so you can just schedule catching and then strength training if that's something to do or hitting however you want to handle it
2: yeah 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 because i was looking into um doing like uh, um I know you have a few packages, but he's not enrolled in any, like, summer camps with Boys and Girls Club, YMCA, so I'd like to get a lot of baseball in this
0: summer. And we're going to start, we're actually going to start going earlier in the day, and so you could actually schedule out, like, a three-hour time block if you wanted, just like that with our packages. And so you could be, like, hit, catch, strength train, that gives you three hours of training, and you could do that a couple times a week or however you'd like to do it. We, right on.
2: Sounds we're really good. trying to
0: develop a system that allows the consumer to schedule their training around their busy lives. Because, like, families travel, they do all kinds of stuff from there. They can make it one Tuesday, they can't make it one Tuesday. So, it's important for them to have flexibility.
2: Yeah, right on. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, let me see any other questions off the top. No, man, I was just counting, uh, or checking in to listen in and, and see what you got to say.
0: Yeah, we're that's uh, my, my guy, Alex Rojas. So funny little story for my guy right here. Alex and I have been doing this podcast for a while, and uh, toot his own horn, I call him a Jedi as well, because we go into these high-level conversations about strategies that did not work for our lives when we were growing up. And so what he and I are trying to help a lot of kids understand is, yes, the mechanics are important, but the strategy of the gameplay is actually more important because that's actually what directly affects keeping you on the field. And so when we right. see all these driveline and everybody's models of, of skeletons moving through the air like we're not looking at the fact that that's just a math problem of you do this the ball goes here it spins like that yeah and so like that's what we're trying to teach people that even on the catching side like you have to learn how to catch spin you know what's the highest spin rate your son has ever caught
2: yeah don't know yeah
0: so we have a machine that we just got in here that actually spins curveballs up to 3,000. Major league average is 2,400. And so in our advanced BP class that we ran Wednesday night, I was throwing major league average 73-mile-an-hour curveballs right down the middle at 2,500 and, like, at full distance, too. So not a shortened cage, really seeing it at 55 feet, which would be like the release point of a big leaguer, right? Yeah. And if you can show that to 12-year-olds, then they do a much better job of, like, going to their game and seeing shapes that aren't as big and aren't as sharp.
2: Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Right on. All right. Well, Um. yeah, he's 12 years old, so it' would be a perfect time for him. He's a little tardy as far as X's and knows mentality-wise, so I'd like to get him kind of up to speed and just confident in himself. He plays for uh, Show Blue right now, uh, 12U. Nice. So, um, and he's right there. He's plenty athletic. He's got a lot of good things um, going for him. It's just I feel like he's a little tardy as far as understanding the game and, and being up to speed.
0: Yeah, that's, and that's where Alex, Alex is really, really good at that, especially on the hitting side. You know, uh, uh, there's, there's questions that are, that are really easy that Alex and I like to ask. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give Alex and I still alley-oop here, right? So, like, right what is he best at? Could you help us with that as hitting? Like, what is he really good at? And then, Alex, you, you have fun with this.
2: <laughs> You're asking me the question? Yes, exactly. But, yes. But um, like, as a mean...
1: what is he best at? Like, if you were to, like, put into a game scenario... Like, kind of like sabermetrics the idea. Like, is he going to hit a double to left center, his best hit? Is he going to hit a ball back up the middle at 100 miles an hour? You know what I mean?
2: Right right now, he's got quick hands. And basically, uh, I see his mentality. He's just waiting for an inside fastball. And he needs to get out over that and really start working on uh, hitting the ball the other way and getting comfortable and confident and, um, you know, hitting the ball where it's pitched. Okay, so
1: does he have good results when he swings at the inside pitch? I,
2: I would I would be lying if I said he did. He gets jammed up sometimes. I think he gets a little too long. I think his shoulder comes out uh, faster than it needs to. I'd like to get his swing condensed and, um, you know, his hands working more for him because he's got great hands. Um, and a quick bat, it's just when he gets long. And he still hasn't hit his first home run, so I don't know if it's a little bit of that, just trying to get that out of the way, or if, um, you know, he's looking for a pitch that's – he's probably not going to get thrown because, you know, he, he'll, he plays rec ball at Tecolodi and he's kind of known for not wanting to swing at uh, off speed, you know. So, you know, the, 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 the verdict's uh, still out on him, but he's got a lot of good uh, tools to work with. It's just um, – getting him, you know, different types of coaching, different types of um, messages so, so that hopefully something clicks, right? Like, here,
1: here's something that I would, like, be asking him if I could. It would be, well, if you've got quick hands then why are you late on the inside pitch? Because then that sounds like a mindset idea, more so than, like, a swing thing. Um, like, what's his approach at the plate? That would kind of be what I would be asking him. Like, what's his concept of trying to do damage right like is he trying to on that inside pitch hit it over the third baseman's head is he trying to go deep on it is he just trying to hit a hard ground ball
2: Like, He's, yeah okay like you have to
1: unpack that because like here's again something that coaches aren't going to tell you but it's like an underlying thing of the game the quicker he can impact the score of the game as a hitter the better right whether the that he's a leadoff hitter and he hits a double so he gets on second base so it's a lot easier to score him, right? Or if he's a three-hole hitter, there's a guy on second base, what are the odds of you hitting a double? Or if there's nobody on, what are the odds of you actually hitting a home run? Because one of the the easiest ways to impact the game as a hitter is uh, change the score. But where does the guy need to be for you to change the score? Does he need to be on third base because you can only really hit line drives? Yeah. Does he need to be on second because you can hit doubles? Or if that guy's on first base, he's in scoring position because I'm going to hit the ball over the fence. You know what I mean? Like, it's like those are the kind of concepts where, like, that's how a swing should work. To where it's like, I don't care if he can only dominate one side of the field. Like, there are certain big leaguers that they only get to, you know, the big leagues by doing that one thing. And I don't want him to only do that. But it's like, we knew what Mike Tyson was going to do every time like, everyone knew he didn't, like, start working on his jab later in his career. It was like it was the yeah. same thing every single fight. You know what I mean? So it's, Fair like, enough. the idea of how do I make my style work against this guy? You know what I mean? Like, you don't necessarily need to change what he's
2: physically doing sometimes. You just got to change what his brain's doing. Gotcha. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no, that's all good Good uh, input. Um and so, yeah. Hopefully, I think we just need to get back to uh, working, doing some one-on-ones. And um, he had some time off because he broke his um, pinky uh, earlier this year. But um, primarily, he's a catcher, so I don't see why um, his, his catch his mentality hasn't translated because he's catching and he, and it just hasn't it, it hasn't registered yet. Like, hey, when you're catching and you're setting up inside and doing things to certain batters don't you think that they're trying to do that to you and it just really hasn't clicked that way for him yet and I'm starting to worry about that, you know? Well,
1: yeah, I I mean, I didn't really figure that out until I was, like, 20. So, like, that's okay. But, like, that also goes with, like, is the other team playing the same game as you? Because, like, we're not all playing the same game. Like, like John does not play baseball the same way that your typical high school coach would play baseball. Like, if you were to have – you know how they – Have like those pitching sheets where it's like you call out the number like 1873 and it means like fastball outside or curveball down right yeah the way that john would call a game is not the same way than most high school coaches because i think most high school coaches want a prototype and they try to pitch to a prototype instead of using the guy to their advantage like here's one here's one thing that john and i talk about it's like can you follow your miss Because here's the idea. The hitter doesn't know what you're trying to throw. So let's say you're trying to throw a fastball down and away, and you miss, and you throw it by his chin, right? Can you use that to your advantage and then throw a curveball at his face that breaks over the zone?
2: After some chin music, yeah, why not? You know what I mean? (laughs) Because he doesn't
1: know that you missed. He has no idea, right? Like, he just got blown by. He's like, holy shit, you almost just, like, gave me a quick shave there, right? So that's one way that we played the game. I Because I was a catcher. I would use my pitchers' misses all the time. Like I would see a miss and I'm like, all right, abort, and then I would go to whatever pitch is secondary because it looks like the same pitch. So yeah, I'm not just dis- I'm not saying anything you're saying is wrong. Just giving you different ways to look at like how he's developing to feed him different ideas to be yeah. like, Hey, are they are they pitching you guys the same way that you're pitching them? Right. Right. That may be a thing.
2: No, yeah, I just think he needs to hear uh, somebody from somebody other than Dad because, you know, Dad doesn't know. Dad never played ball. Um, But, you know, it's all about just how he's taking it in and absorbing information.
0: Your voice means something different, though. The tone of your voice and what it's it's not – it's a different thing. So, like, he hears your frequency and he registers a different part of his brain rather than his athleticism. You know what I mean? So like, you're you're right, like having a separate, you know, idea of training, like, you know, that's where, that's where I love our advanced PP class where I get to throw to the kids and I get to show them these things, they do it. And and even in our normal training, like we do that a lot of, a lot of our normal training, like in house, is we're trying to teach the same idea. Like it's not a ever, we have multiple instructors, but we're teaching the game. And that's what our hit track system allows our hitters to see is like, it's fun because I can pair, like, if all three of us were to play a tracks game right now against each other, we could adjust our skill level. We're like, I could put you on a high school setting, I could put Alex and I on a college or a pro setting, and the defense would actually adjust to, like, how you hit the ball and where it goes. Because ultimately, like, it's understanding this very basic question, which is missed so much in the game, which is, how do you win a baseball game? Do you know that? Do you know how to win a baseball game?
2: Yeah. Could you answer that question
0: for us? Yes, directly.
2: Uh, all right. Well, just uh, acknowledge what the other team's trying to do uh, in terms of winning, and either counter that and set yourself up for you know your game, and how how you're going to go about your strategy to to not only defend what they're trying to do, but you know add your own add your own uh, your own sauce, your own mix in there. Uh-huh. Good
0: question I could, I, could I, 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 I I couldn't I couldn't agree with you more but the answer is you score more runs than the other team and okay. your son has two chances maybe three to score as many runs as possible and we're trying to worry about, about backside stuff Deb we got to score runs when I'm playing the show against you I'm trying to score runs. And that is the right number one thing that is missed in youth baseball. Baseball is not a nice sport. You don't win three to two. When I grew up, we ran people out of the ballpark. We scored 25 runs. You don't like it, play better. And then that is contagious to create in a long-term strategy of what hitting offensively is. If he has three chances, I cannot think about hitting a ground ball to the right side. I have to score a run. And understanding how to swing what it does, the situation tells you. So, Dad, how do you score a run with nobody on?
2: Right. Yeah, that would... Got it. hit a bomb,
1: man. And do you have the... Sk- it doesn't mean you're only a power hitter. It's just like a skill. It's like hitting the three-pointer as a basketball player. It's like, yes, he can shoot from the elbow, but can he... Like, what's his range? You know what huh. I mean? It's like, like, what's your range as an ability? Like, Jose Altuve can still hit a bomb. He is not Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge was the, the king of home runs, right? It's like, Jose Altuve has, I think, the most career home runs in the postseason. So it's like, if it's a skill, right, then that dude has mastered that skill. Yeah. Right? But he's also mastered a long list of skills that are all a part of baseball, which is yeah. hit a ground ball to the second baseman. That's a skill just right. as much as hit a ball over the left fielder's head and put it in the cheap
2: seats. Right. Those are okay, those well, skills. that's it. It's a good question. It's just being my son hasn't hit a home run yet, I definitely wasn't um, right. on that. Well, and okay, that on and, and,
0: and right. honestly, yeah, right, right. But that's just like the answer of the idea because each one of those situations changes. How do you score a run with a runner on first?
1: Right. Gotcha. Well, the, cap, the guy's quick enough.
0: Right? Base is, loaded.
2: With
0: Base is loaded. How do you score a run?
2: Anyway, <laughs> Any
0: right, exactly. right, exactly, right. You see what I mean? So, like, <laughs> he's just not. He's he's worrying about getting long at doing these things rather than focusing on the objective of like, if you hit it where they're not standing, you can score a run.
1: Because Hunter Pence yeah. had the worst looking swing ever, but if you look at his career Gross. stat line, he was two eighty with twenty five jacks and eighty RBIs every year. And you wouldn't teach that swing to a nine-year-old.
2: You wouldn't want right, yeah, like, right, you wouldn't right. tell
1: a kid to swing like hundred Pence.
2: You know yeah. what I mean? Put hey, well, guy guys, I got to get back to work. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to get on on my break. But thanks for that talking to me. Thanks for hearing me out. Appreciate the insight. Yeah. I'll, I'll be listening. Um, I don't know how I got on video, but uh, right on. <laughs> That's
0: good, it's all good. Hey, Thank you so viewers. much. Hope yeah, Got something out of it. Yeah, that was good. That was great. Yeah, you so, just have uh, to hit the X and close it out, and then you jump out. Cool.
1: Have a great day. That was cool.
0: That was that was, that was cool. Cool. cool, right? We need to start okay. it now. So
1: that's what, yeah. like, like,
0: <laughs> like that was you, fun.
1: Like that was such a synopsis of <laughs> like the conversations that we have to have with so many parents in like like that was okay. You asked me our question when we this episode <laughs> this one. That right there was our best That was, right there. That was like, those are not your droids. Those are not your droids. Like yesterday, yesterday I was working with a guy named Gino Rogoni. Gino Rogoni. okay? So Gino is a stud little 10-year-old. Not like he's the best kid ever, but like he's definitely down to just change and try to make adjustments, right? And I just walked up to him yesterday and I, I had the same conversation we just had, right, in the three minutes, right, two minutes, And all I said was, like, imagine there's nobody on. How are you going to change the score of the game? And, right, he responds with, well, I got to hit a bomb. Okay, there's nobody on right now. And the round just changed, right? (laughs) I didn't tell him, make the bat do this, get your hand. Like, yeah, of course, I was talking about that beforehand. But then I just stopped. And I was like, okay, what about this? What if I told you and then we do what we do? And it just changes the mindset of what we're doing because again, how do I put the ball in the end zone, dude? I give it to Derrick Henry. <laughs> or I let I let Mahomes throw it to whoever he wants, right? You mm-hmm. just
0: you mm-hmm. let
1: the best well if if you were to look at it in like a baseball terms, it's like I look at the best way for me to score objectively, and then I have to hit that way. That's like the that's That's the way you have to hit for your at-bat. and You have to just believe that that's going to work. And then if you hit a bomb, you hit a bomb. But if your approach is to hit a bomb, sometimes you don't, sometimes you don't. Sometimes your approach is hit a ground ball and you hit a bomb. It's weird. I don't know how that shit happens, but
2: it does happen. Here was a
1: a thing that I wanted kids at home to, if you have the access to a hit tracks, be really good at the ladder drill on live beat. Like, not just off the tee, like, that should be pretty easy. But, like, even in front toss, can you hit a ball zero to 10 degrees, 10 to 20, and then 20 to 30, and then can you do that in BP? And then can you do that when your coach is throwing you curveballs? And then can you do that off a machine? Like, you don't even have to do random, but just that skill level of quick reaction, I want to hit this ball on the ground, and then succeeding. Or I want to hit this ball in the air and succeeding, dude. That's the difference between like I went on my rant the other day. That's on my page. Guys that go D one and guys that don't. Like guys that go D one know how to hit bombs, but it's like how much are you just trying to swing? You know?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm I agree. Score, Score runs. Score runs, dude. And Score runs, he's, dude. And he's playing for one of the better teams in the area. I get it. You know, that's it's it, it's hard for parents. And there's so much stuff out there, and you do understand. have
1: too mechanical,
0: right? I'll stop! Talking. I'm just so bored. Stop showing me skeletons. I don't care. We I can't be
1: mechanical anymore because mm-hmm. I don't think it's a part of the um, the meta of the actual sport anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't think mm-hmm. that has anything to do with anything.
0: Right, hundred percent. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree. Was oh, you were... oh
1: my god, this is, because I only got like maybe 10 more minutes because I'm going to go do jiu But is the four-seam fastball dead? No. You don't think it's dead? Because I feel like nobody throws it. I feel like everyone's a sinker, cutter, two-seam guy.
0: No, 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 no. They're still... There's still people, people just blowing just, uh, Jose Duran oh. is just blowing okay, I'm not
1: saying guys don't throw it. I just uh, I'm saying the guys that throw it are the guys that throw fuzzy fuzz.
0: Oh yeah. That, actually I just watched this uh piece on, on um I don't remember what YouTube channel I'll have to find it, too, but I, like did a breakdown of the Red Sox. Uh pitching staff, it's funny that you said that. And apparently all of them throw four seamers. And like they, they, they like and, No, but they've also given up the most doggers. As the starting rotation, I know. Right, straight ball goes far. Right. Who knew? Right. Who knew if you threw it straight, it went really far. Um, I did, I did, I did that. That did not work.
1: <laughs> so, so like, would you say if someone like we were talking about that show anything the other day? Mm-hmm. Would you? You say it's better for somebody to just try to get to like 90 or 100 with their four seam and then figure out how to make that happen on a sinker cutter and then just let that happen. Like don't even use your four seam if you don't throw 100, you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I get Would it. you
1: feel comfortable telling somebody like, "Hey, you should spin it more often than you throw it straight when it comes to your fastball once you've achieved a certain level of speed?"
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, there's just, yeah. I mean, (laughs) uh, I think it gets complicated. Yes, Uh, it is complicated. You know what I mean? So I I would say that, you know, people have to prove that they can do it. Right. That's, that's an important part. Right. Can you locate fastballs? Like you say you can, maybe, maybe not, you know, hard to say if you can or you can't. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think you just have to figure that out. Like, how does that work? What does that look like? Um, I think there's still some form of like finding your fastball. And really that just means throwing it for a strike. It doesn't even have to be paint. Like if you just locate a heater, if it's in or out or whatever, you're throwing it for a strike and it's down, then you're going to get people into the swing mode. So, you know, I think it's more about like showing them the way of like why breaking balls work, you do have to throw your fastball if you throw a ton of breaking balls early then you have to like flip and then just start throwing a ton of heaters you know what i mean just so they stay off of it and staying off plan so i I think it's more about that like in a live event situation can you go How you know there's some certain times you want to go i do that all the time right like i think i have a plan and i'm gonna go like all right it's a cutter day it's a slider day and i get in and like heater spot and i'm blowing it by and i'm like well i'm gonna do this until i'm fucking tired you know Mm -hmm. Or I the hand gets a little weak and I spend a little less and then it gets smacky rude. You know. So
1: here's my other question, because I know you can spin it really well. So here goes the other the other question for the pitcher. That top of the zone breaking ball sucks ass. Like <laughs> it is so hard for hitters to hit, but I wanna know, like, again, is that a Thing where you got to achieve a certain level before you can start to teach that, you know what I mean? Or is that like a thing that a youth baseball guy and I mean youth by like a 12, 13, 14 year old kid can they start flirting with a top of the zone curveball? That is like it's that tweener where like hitters are like, Is this a ball? I mean, it looks like a hanger though. Like, what is it? And then, I mean, I was who. Was I watching it was so, it was number zero on the Yankees yesterday was throwing like this banger top shelf slider slurve kind of combo in the top third of the zone. Guys just couldn't hit it, but they were loving it. They were like, Oh my god, this looks fat, but it wasn't dropping enough to hang. It was moving enough to get in the top of the zone to be a called strike, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you couldn't hit it because of how late the break was. Mm-hmm. And it's like that is such a unique pitch. Is that something you teach at a level or is that something that you think guys can do and coaches don't teach it?
0: Yeah. All I hear is very, very generic lack of strategy conversations, like, you know. Dude, and, it's a bitch on a pitch. Like look, look at even what we just talked about. Like he was he brought up a scenario where his kid is getting jammed. And what he thought it was was a mechanical thing of his shoulder casting barrel drag, whatever you want to call. It. But what you and I would probably say is like, well, he wasn't ready, yeah. wasn't on time, and he Hell also was way. was wrong. <laughs> he was also wrong. Yeah, like he he swung at an away pitch.
1: You said he has fast hands. Then why was he yeah. Late? like?
0: Yeah, exactly. What was that direction like? Yeah, How did that look? He you know guessed
1: wrong, or maybe he was looking for like a slider. You know what I mean? And like. Like, dude, that's the other thing. Because you got guys that are so good, like John, where it's like they th- throw strikes that make you want to hit it and then you deviate away from your plan and it causes you to make an error. And that's part of the game. <laughs> like, you have to be. <laughs> no, good no, enough. no. <laughs> you have to be good enough to just not bite. It's hard. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like. If you remember, I don't know if it was two podcasts ago or the last one. John threw twelve or thirteen cutters straight to this one guy because he was just like, "If I if I deviate from this plan, this guy's gonna go four ten off the foul pole," and I'm just not trying to let that happen, right? And sometimes as a hitter, you got to be the same way where it's like, "Yes, that's a strike," and I probably could have hit it, but I wasn't ready for it.
0: Mm-hmm. That's all right, Chief. Yeah, that's all right, Chiefy. That's all right, Chief. That's all right, Chiefs. Yeah, I, uh, I I couldn't agree more. That was um, that was a beautiful little conversation. We affected somebody, you know.
1: I mean, good for that guy for uh, for staying on as well.
0: Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't ready. Him. He wasn't ready to be grilled. You know, he wasn't so, ready for the. Well, how? Do, what's the point? <laughs> I've been
1: using. I, so this is another thing about how do you change the score of the game, dude? Like I've been using these with my high school and my younger guys just to play games like we're just playing hit tracks games with the tiny little lefty swag ball right shout out to lefty swag use my Mm disguise shameless plug it's a real baseball it's three ounces
0: listen it's not shameless if it's effective
1: oh dude it's so effective so then like easy
0: easy on the you know this is a tool you're helping
1: Three guys that have never gone over 95. Now, I'm not saying that, oh, this counts as their top exit below, but they've touched over 101 with this. Guys that have never sniffed 95 even with an underload bat, right? So it's just about the idea of unlocking your little potential in your brain. Plus, it's a tiny bat and that's a tiny little ball. So the objective of hitting a moving target that's smaller, I mean, that's just effective. And now I got guys that now they're confident. They're like, dude, if I square this up, I can hit this like 15 miles an hour harder than normal. I'm going to try to hit a bingo and just go like, dude, I had had a 15 year old kid go 99.4 and go like 430 to walk off a game the other day. I'm like, that's what I want to see. He's a very gifted kid. He's, he's pretty good. But like, I had a a guy that never hits over 70 go 85 the other day just because he squared it up and he was just trying to just swing as fast as possible because he also got the speed training aspect. But, like, moms and dads at home and kids that are watching, dude, this little just combo tool is so fun to use to just hit with. Dude, like, this is great. I know you got them. I know you're using them. Yeah,
0: we love them. It's in our daily. It's in our daily training, you know, such a, absolutely such a easy low hanging fruit of training
2: mm-hmm. and
0: it, it's work in the backyard. Like if you're looking for something good, like it's a beautiful little extra swing tool to like, you know, make it a little bit more difficult to the part where you have to focus on exactly what you're doing. Anything else you want to
1: say before we close out of here? That was awesome. Like how this whole thing transpired like that was
0: like, wow. Yeah, that's why I was like, Okay, like who are you? Oh, you you know us. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna fake the beginning and put it in there, and then we're gonna do the ending, as well, right?
1: The old Texas switch.
0: <laughs> yeah, the old counter, the old yeah. counter play, which I saw on. on I love a good counter. I <laughs> you know pull the guard, pull the guard, light up the end. Oh, I love that play. Just love here, that play. Here, here, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Nice. Yeah. Anything else? No, oh, dude. Want to close thanks. Yeah. Thank you so much. Please like, and subscribe. Um, this will be available on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple podcast. Uh, if you don't subscribe on that, that really helps. Um, follow all of us on our socials. We'll have this all in the descriptions. Thank you so much. Love you, dude. Later,
1: guys. Have a good weekend.